It's time for the Crandall Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a special episode of the Crundle Mania podcast brought to you by Crundle Mania podcast. Uh, no one's paying us to do this. We're doing it ourselves. My name is Ace Bondaloo, joined with... Your boy Mike. How's it going, everybody? Uh, Spencer, I'm over here as well. That's your boy Mike and uh, Spencer... Uh, this is our AEW uh, podcast predictions episode. Yes, it is. Very excited for I'm the freshly crundled. I'm very crundled. I've been riding a straight uh, crundle high most of the day. Went out to a quarry this afternoon. Got some uh, quality eight uh, rays. And uh, yeah, pretty, actually pretty freaking blasted, to be honest. Did a lot of bong hits. Okay, we're going to do some punishment matches. So how did it go last time, Spencer? Who picked whose matches? Because we got to switch up the order. We got to reverse it. Well, how did it go? Um, how did it go? I had to pick for Mike. Um, Mike's picked for me. Mike's so I'm going to pick you. for Mike. And you picked for me? Yes. So you pick for me, I guess. Just pick for the... Who picked for you, you pick for the opposite for. So, Mike, uh, I'm picking for you. Who are you picking for, Mike? Uh, I'll pick for Spencer. So I'm picking for Ace. All right. Works for me. Sweet. So are we doing the same punishment as last time? Or, like, just a different... New uh, match. Yeah, no, we're good. making different matches at the end. I'll tell, we'll tell each other our matches at the end of our predictions episode, but let's get through the AW Double or Nothing card. Are you gentlemen ready to go? Yes, sir. I've cracked the Bud Light Orange. I'm, I'm Ace Bond to lead up. We're going to get right into it with the first match. Not a lot of builds, so this one be, will be quite quick. You just heard the buzzer go off. That means we got to get into it. So here we go. It's the first match. Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. Let's just book it. How about that? Let's Sean book Spears, it. Sean Spears, right. your book, kid. Dustin Rhodes, Sean Spears. Double or nothing on pay-per-view on Saturday night. Mike, who you got and why? I'm going to take Dustin Rhodes in this one because I don't think he has a pay-per-view win yet, if I remember correctly. You're taking Dustin Rhodes, hey? Yes, I'm going to take Dustin Rhodes. Spencer, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Sean Spears. I think Dustin Rhodes is is here to put over new guys. I'm going to go... Ace Bondaloo is picking Dustin Rhodes. He's riding with Mike. I think it's about time he got a win. Sean Spears, buddy, I don't think you're going to make it. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want Sean Spears to win. I, he, does not, he's, he doesn't do anything for me. I've thought about it, Mike. Sean Spears does nothing for me. What do you feel? Sean Spears, I like the chairman gimmick, and I thought his entrance was cool. I, I do like his music. But they just don't really have a direction for him right now. So, uh, And actually, now that I think about it, Sean Spears, I'm pretty sure, hasn't 
won on pay-per-view. Actually, I might be wrong about that. My memory fucking sucks. He might have won on a pay-per-view. But, yeah, I'm not really vibing. Like, I like the guy. Like, I like, uh, you know, I like the man behind the character. But uh, in terms of right now, I'm not really vibing him. Well, we head to our next match then, gentlemen. We'll just get another quick one out of the way and we'll get to the beef later. Are you ready? Yeah. Mike, you ready? (laughs) Always ready, bro. (laughs) Whoa, what are we alluding to later? Anyways, private party (laughs) versus best friends. Who you got and why? I got best friends because they've been on TV. Yeah, I got best friends. I don't care at all for this match. It's one of the only ones that is on the pre, uh, excuse me, on the pre-show. So thank, I'm thankful for that. But I just, I don't care for three of the four people involved. Spencer, you got as who, who you got? You got best friends as well? Um, no, I'll take private party just to be different. He's continuing the train of going against Mike and Ace. It's worked out um, so far. I'm pretty sure Spencer's 2-0 and already when he goes by his own wave. So... What? <laughs> you may as well keep on. If you want to know who's going to win, ride the Spence wave, but or actually, I would ride with Ace. I think because Ace is, has this one in the hole this time. My sources are telling me. But anyways, this is the next match. This is a big beefy one. We can get into some discussion here. <laughs> Matt Hardy and his friends in the elite. Adam Hangman Page. Kenny the Cleaner Omega. Matt the Young Buck Jackson. Nick <laughs> the Young Buck Jackson. Versus the inner circle, Chris Le Champion, Jericho, Dude, this Jake, is the don't call it Swagger, Hager, Sammy, the Spanish sex god, Guevara, and Santana or Ortiz, proud and powerful. Who do you have in why, Mike? And give a little insight into this. I'll let you take it, the floor. Ace, that intro was way too long. You could have just said the elite versus the inner circle, bro. <laughs> anyway. I like giving the names. <laughs> Anyhow, it's a stadium stampede match, which is important to keep in mind. This match is going to be inside of the stadium in Jacksonville there. It's going to be nuts if it's anything like the street fight that happened between Matt Hardy and uh, Kenny Omega against Sammy G and Chris Jericho from a few weeks ago. And yeah, it's just a lot of build. There, a lot of build, excuse me. Uh, they've been hyping this for a while, like th- this feud. They were supposed to have that war game style match and then COVID kicked in right at that time. They couldn't have it. So this is a substitute match. Uh, and I'm sure that this isn't the end of the feud. Although it feels like it's been going on for a while. I guess we'll see. I'd like to see it end. And see the we all know who's going to win here. Who are you picking? I'm, I'm picking, sorry, I went on a bit of a rambler. I got the elite. I also have Matt Hardy in the elite. Spencer, here's your turn. Spill your beans. Just because I'm going to keep it opposite. I'm going to go with the inner circle. No, if you guys hadn't said that before me, I would have said Matt Hardy and the elite. But uh, you guys said it before me, so now I'm picking the inner circle. Okay, I feel that. I like that. That's cool. I just I, I like Hangman Page a lot more, but uh, I don't know. It's got to be interesting. We can't, have, we can't always agree on everything. Yeah, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I agree with you on that, Spencer. Uh, I love Hangman Page. I think he's the most over guy uh, possibly in the industry right now. And Dude, they're going to win because Hangman Page is coming back. I just, I don't know. He's definitely. I don't know why you picked the inner circle, Spencer. You're like, I want to eat this L. I'm Spencer. Well, Jericho's I'm coming win. off. I'm going to get two other dubs over. There. Also, yeah, I know I'm not going to be able to go against you guys in a couple of these matches that I have picked. Um, so I'm just going to do it when I can because you know what? 
they do seem to like to give Jericho victories out of nowhere, so he could still win. Oh, out of nowhere. He's le champion. I mean, Ace, if I'm being honest. And the juice effect is deadly. Sorry, what's up, Mike? I think Spencer's winning this. I mean, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. I'm not confident. We're two matches or three (laughs) matches in. Mike's given up on his picks already. (laughs) He has given up on his picks. This is episode is called Insider Quits on His Picks. I just, I, I'm pretty confident. Why didn't you pick who you thought was going to win then? I just, the Dustin Rhodes pick, I was kind of back and forth on, but I just, the more I think about it, I think he's going to lose, but I don't care. I just want him to win on pay-per-view. I'm using my heart on this one, not my head. That's what and, you got to do. That's a Mahal Markow <laughs> moment right there. That's because you're on a hero's journey tonight. Hey, you did, you did get that point for Otis and the money in the bank using your heart. Dude, your go head. on your hero's journey. That was part of my hero's journey. This is yours tonight with AEW. Go on it your hero's, hero's journey. journey. Make those picks. Let's see, Let's see if it pays off because I'm going radical with some of mine. I mean, dude, it's his hero's journey, everybody. This is Mike's hero's journey. Perhaps Spencer's will be the next episode. We all go on one. Um, you guys ready for the next match? Uh, I was ready a while ago, Ace. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to happen because apparently she's injured. Dr. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Who you got? Spencer, you go first here. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, if she's not injured. What's your rationale? Um, If she's not injured, she's winning, right? Yeah, she's more interesting. Uh, She's been on TV. Well, she's more entertaining, I should say. Um, I believe Ace Bondalou has made the point before that Chris Statlander is a terrible name for an alien, um, and I wholeheartedly should agree. So floor packs. <laughs> some sort of space name. Garb. Garb. So I think we can cancel. Uh, breaking news. Uh, let's have some sort of. Uh, sound for that plugged in here during the pod that's edited. Um, my sources have told me that Britt Baker may have suffered a serious injury to her right knee off of that botched. Uh, I don't know if it's a botch. It was just, un- uh, just an unfortunate landing. But anyway, Britt Baker's knee appears to be severely injured, and her match is very much in doubt against Chris Statlander at the pay-per-view. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Britt Baker still. I think even if she is injured, she's going to win because I'm right with Britt Baker over a name like Chris Statlander when your name could be Blork and Schmork. Okay. I mean, dude, I think you guys, Ace, I think you're having a hard time grasping the fact that a lot of wrestlers on the AEW, oh, just let Spencer finish first. <laughs> I think, I think that, um, I don't know, dude. She wears face paint, man. Like, it looks like, like finger paint. That's not I, even I don't, good. Jeff Hardy's is good. I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, like the thing with AEW is a lot of the wrestlers are encouraged to be themselves. It's not so much the gimmick they carry. Think about it. Like WWE is the most heavy gimmick company for sure. Like they dude, are Lance Archer is the guy who nails his gimmick. I don't think he's that terrible of a person in real life. He nails it. No, I'm just talking about the like there are portions of Lance Archer that are kind of like him. I don't think Chris Statlander has to change that much. Just to yeah. like change the name, maybe take off that finger paint style, and that's fine. Then you're golden. That's true, yeah. I'm not trying to say she's bad. Dude, she's not bad at all. She just does that. Then I'm on board. I'm, not, I'm just not on board right now. I don't know. Yeah, I, Nothing I, against I her. 
Yeah, I hear you. It's not necessarily what I meant. I meant just that, like the company in general. I think a lot of the, like Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega doesn't have a gimmick. Kenny Omega is Kenny Omega. Like he just well, that's is the why best we're here. We're here to be these stupid entertainment voices criticizing and hoping that one day we'll get it 100% right, but that will never happen. And no one we're ever not, will, but that's the fun of it. Yeah, and we're not criticizing. We're just providing our thoughts. Constructive criticism. Well, we do criticize a bit. We criticize a lot, but that's, a, that's the whole point. That's yeah, the whole point is- of entertainment uh, podcasts, at least. Anyways, um, Spencer, did you make a pick? Yeah, I went first. I said I have Mike hasn't picked. Okay, um, Mike. Yeah, okay, sorry. I'm going Statlander because I don't think this match is happening with Britt Baker, and I think Statlander is just going to face someone else. So I'm going Statlander. If the match is off, do the points count? Yeah, because you got a point when there's a substitution from Bobby Lashley uh, in that match against, uh, who is it even against? Ron R-Truth, right? Yes, but he represented MVP. He gave MVP the night off. If someone comes in and gives Britt Baker the night off, I'll give it to you. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't care. Next one. Or, you know what? If they just substitute it in, a, in an acknowledged way, if they acknowledge it, I'll give it to you. Sure. That's all yeah. we're going to hold them to is acknowledging it because I could see WWE not doing that. Yeah. I could see that not happening as well. <laughs> Uh, so the next match then is Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. Uh, who do you guys got and why? Um, Spencer, you start us off. Uh, I'll take Nyla Rose. Um, I think it's still too early for her to lose, and Hikaru Shida hasn't been built up enough, built up enough to be the person that takes over or takes the belt off this uh, the beast Nyla Rose, or I think that's how she goes. I'm not sure exactly, but mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, she, I don't think anyone's been built up enough to take her down yet. So, yeah, my thought. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think it's going to be Nyla Rose. Sheeta's just not the one to do it. They AEW's women's division is getting better, but it's they still have a lot of work to do. Like they don't really have that many big name stars in the company at this moment. So that just is going to take time, and I think this title reign from Nyla Rose could really help set the precedent of what the women's division is going to be like there. I meant to, okay, set the precedent. I might have just said set the precedent, which is not what I meant to say. The precedent. All right, all I want us to do now is just do a quick little recap. Spencer, you had Sean Spears, correct? Yes. You had the inner circle, correct? Yes. You had best friends, correct? No, I had private party because you had best friends and so did Mike. You had Britt Baker, correct? Yes. You had Nyla Rose, correct? Yes. Mike, you had Dustin Not even halfway. Why are we going through that? You're about halfway. Are we? Okay. Yes, I had Dustin You had the uh, elite, correct? Yeah. You had best friends, correct? Yes. Chris Statlander, correct? Yep. Nyla Rose. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. So what I had was Dustin Rhodes, correct. The Elite, correct. Best Friends, correct. Britt Baker, correct. And I'm going in with you guys. Nyla Rose, correct, for all the reasons you have said. So we all agree on that match. 
were you just filling out the card on your on your thing this whole lot? No, I was giving a recap for everybody. <laughs> okay, all right. I was giving a recap because I thought that might be hard to follow because I was having trouble following it as well. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I we were gonna just recap at the end who we had, but I don't know. It. I just well, we'll do a mid one. We've already done a mid one. We don't need to recap at the end, but. <laughs> Now we get to the casino ladder match. Darby Allen versus Colt Cabana versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy versus Bray Phoenix, who may be injured, versus Scorpio Sky versus Kip Sabian versus Frankie Kazarian and Luchasaurus and a TBA. And here's the thing. If you guess the TBA correct, you don't have to do your punishment match. Okay, I feel that. That's just a fact. It's the way it is. I mean, so who would like to break it down up? and go in on it? I didn't make it up. It's part of the Crundlemania rule book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but something you can make up off the top of your head. No, you can't. Uh, who would like to go first? Who? Anyone want to break this down, Mike, at all? Who? What, sure. what the? What the audience is favoring? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so I haven't watched anybody's predictions on this uh, at all. Usually, I watch Cultaholic or something, but I. I didn't do that. Uh, so I haven't really been reading too much about what people think or other places. Uh, but I'm going to go with Darby Allen. Uh, my reason for going with Darby Allen is the fact that uh, he's been uh, featured on TV quite a bit. Uh, he's been on there basically every week of the pandemic, uh, during the pandemic. And he's also just one of the biggest rising stars. And I think that he's already had a world championship match. He faced off against Chris Jericho and, lo- and lost. Um, I think that happened, right? I think, yeah, he got a title match against Jericho and lost, but it was a great match. And this could be a chance for him to move up even further. And the situation with Taz, uh, he's trying to court uh, Darby Allen and try to convince him that he should be his coach. And I think even if, like, I think Ace is going to explain in his pick why he's not going with Darby for similar reasons Mm -hmm. to why I am. Yeah. But for me, I'm going with him and Taz continuing to go with him as well for that partnership because I just feel that. Um, he can, it doesn't like, I feel he can do that even if he wins. He doesn't, it doesn't have to be a loss for that to happen with Taz. Um, and just quickly on the match itself, there's two entrants to start. Every 90 seconds, another person comes in until all nine people are in the match. Uh, there's a casino chip above the ring that everyone's trying to grab. You can grab it at any time. It is the same thing as the Money in the Bank ladder match. They haven't specified if the uh, matchup, or excuse me, if the, uh, if you win, if, if you it's get the cash or not. Yeah, if it's the next episode or not. So that's the key. If it is, if it's not next episode, then it's literally just taking the Money in the Bank ladder matches concept, which is fine because Jericho's the one that came up with it in the first place. And so. New Japan has one too. Yeah, they do. Exactly. Well, what? No, they don't. What are you talking about? What's it called? Kind of. G, are you talking about the G1 Climax? Yes. That, that's not even close to the same thing. I'm sorry. Do they it's, get a briefcase? Uh, that's the only part that's even slightly resembling. That's quite climax. similar, though. Do they get a world championship no. match? Dude, this conversation is over. The G1 Climax is like one of the most grueling tournaments in the world. But Best do they get a world championship match? Yeah, but it's at the next uh, major pay With a briefcase. But I'm just saying they took the design. I'm not saying it's the same concept of style of match. You're I, completely right. Uh, I'm pretty sure the G1 Climax has been going on for a lot longer than the Money in the Bank. Oh, well, then they took that. Then Jericho took that from that. For sure. A hundred percent. But that's fine. I didn't hear anything you just said. Yeah, you cut out for pretty much all of of that. All of it? Spencer, did you hear me? 
Spencer? Is Spencer even there? We're having some technical difficulties. Sorry, I was muted. I was muted. I forgot. Um, I heard you, Ace. You didn't cut out for me. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't hear what Ace said. um, But nonetheless, moving on. Sorry, that was a long ramble. But all that to say, I have Darby Allen for the match. And my guess for the mystery entrant is going to be Brian Cage because it was already rumored he'd sign there. He's a free agent. He had like a bicep injury, I believe, but it's supposed to be uh, healed by May. So I think that it's the right time for him to debut. And uh, I don't think he would win it, but I think he would have a pretty memorable debut regardless and could win the Battle Royal the next night for the, or the following Wednesday for the number one contender for the TNT title. Uh, so I'm going with Brian Cage. Man, I hope your pick is correct. That'd be so sick, dude. That'd be so sweet, man. Who's Brian Cage? Just, oh, he's huge, man. And he moves like a train. Yeah. Okay. Dude, let me, hey, Spencer, picture this, okay? Picture a man. I would say not as big, but getting close to the size of Brock Lesnar. Like, not that big, but still incredibly jacked. Uh, kind of like Wardlow, but almost even in better shape than Wardlow a little bit. Um, uh, not, kind of like Ryback, actually. Basically just Ryback, but incredibly, like, way more athletic. And uh, just, just a, and like a baby face. Like, he's like, he's like a, he can go baby face or heel, but uh, has charisma. Uh, and also he was on, if you ever get the chance, I think it's on Netflix. Lucha Underground was a series that had like five seasons. He's a big star in Lucha Underground too. He's crazy in that. Like if you want to watch anything of his, I'd tell you to watch Lucha Underground. Unbelie- and that's to everybody listening. All right. Fair enough. Can I go next? Yes. For my pick and my other, uh, my surprise entrance pick? Spencer, are you cool with that? Yeah, I was waiting just. Just go in. My pick is Orange Cassidy. And my surprise entrant is Drew Gulak. Because his mm-hmm. uh, contract ran out. He didn't he doesn't have a non compete, I heard. And so he why would he not. leave WWE? Well, AEW, maybe they'll take him seriously. I don't think he'd win his title match. But he'd have a title match on TV and that'd be something. And I pick an Orange Cassidy because I picture this. Darby Allen climbing up to the ladder. He's about to get it. Then fuckface Kip Sabian comes and wrecks it because Darby Allen did something wrong or something. But then Orange Cassidy comes and tips him over, and he climbs up, and he gets it, and he gets the chip because he's going to do weird things with the chip because he's Orange Cassidy. But then Taz gets to come to Darby Allen afterwards, and then we get the fucking cool storyline of them working together because I like the coaches thing in AEW going on. And I think they could be bringing something in, new into wrestling that we've never seen before. A resurgence of managers, I guess, with coaches. Does that make sense? I love the coaches, uh, the amount of coaches and managers they have in AEW. It's old school wrestling, like where they meant something, you know, those people. So did you impact. hate that pick, Mike? Did you, did you like my pick? Did you like the way I pitched it? Yeah, dude. I mean, I could get on board with okay, any, sweet. with an Orange Cassidy. Because I, I could get on board with Darby teaming up with Taz and with the Orange Cassidy with a chip in his hand, buddy. I'd be, I'd be happy. Then I'd be on another one of your boys' teams. So let's let's see it happen. Let's see it happen. Spencer, who do you got? Boys, uh, that Orange Cassidy pick uh, a very very good one. Um, but uh, I'm not going to take him either. Um, <sighs> I thought who you were going to take. 
Nope. Um, I'm not. I am going to say my uh, surprise competitor. Um, and this is a total stab in the dark. I have no idea. Um, I have no rumblings from any insider sources at all. No sources of yours have come through. What no sources. This is this is just gut. This is just gut here. Uh, essential character the third or whatever. However he goes, EC three. I think he's going to show up. I, I uh, just a guess. I don't know. I have no. Logic. I don't know if his contract's going to let him do it, but we, you could be right. Who knows? I don't know either. Um, and I don't, I couldn't be, I couldn't be fucked to look it up. So I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, Mike. But people can go to their contracts. And who's your pick to win? Who's my pick to win? Uh, Frankie Kazarian. Ooh, nice. Okay. I could, I could dig it. He's the old man going for his last, his last hurrah. I like that. I want to know where kind of pick. That's my angle. I see. I I can see people going for Scorpio because they've had some vignettes on him leading up. I almost went with Scorpio, Mike. That was my second pick. It was Orange Scorpio. Cassidy or Scorpio, and actually Scorpio was who I was going to pick. But we, you kept talking about Darby winning, and then my mind switched to Orange Cassidy. Well, I I, I got to be honest. Like I could see Scorpio winning or Cass for that matter. Just like they are breaking up SEU. They're not breaking them up, but they're they're going to have them go on their singles runs. They've been teasing it for a couple weeks now. And so, yeah, that could happen. Because at the end of the day, I think like Darby could very well not win and do that program with Taz. Uh, but I just think it work, would make sense either way. And then for you guys, for Orange as well, like I like that pick. I, I just think that they're going to do a, a program with the Death Triangle and Best Friends. Um, so that's why I did. I know. I was thinking, dude. I was thinking. I was thinking. Orange has the chip. The Best Friends have the titles. <laughs> mm. See I what I mean? Be could be. That's how the pack's going to take it and we're all going to be crushed. But anyways, <laughs> let's move on to our next match. The one I'm actually, this is my least excited for match on the card, gentlemen. John the Moxbox Moxley versus Brody the Cho- Exalted One League. How about this for the AEW World Championship? We just heard Alex Marvez talk to John Moxley. He's coming after his belt. He is still the champion and he's coming after Mr. Brody Lee of the Dark Order. Who do you got and why, Mike? You go first. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mox here. I think he's going to have a long title run. Mr. Brody, I don't think is in the position. He just seems like right now like a character who isn't going to, I don't know. I hope he doesn't turn into a guy that can't win the big one. But this is his first pay-per-view match. And I'm going with Mox. Uh, Yeah, just liking his title run so far. Hoping it continues. Spencer? Uh, pardon me. Um, yes, uh, I. This is one of those ones where I'm not going to go against you because there's nothing that anyone will say that will convince me that Brody Lee is going to win this this title. Uh, the Mox Box is the is the guy. Um, he's the guy at AEW. He shouldn't be losing that title for a long time. Give the guy the title till the crowd comes back. Give give the man that at least. Um, and I mean Brody Lee. I think his character needs more development before he's before he should hold that title. Um, I think uh, him losing could maybe help him spurn or spurn the Dark Order and be like, I have to go now. Be not part of the Dark Order or something. Just 
to like to see if that's hindering him or if it's like this Brody Lee character he's he's got going. I don't know, but uh, he just doesn't seem to be world champion material yet or AW champion material yet. Yeah, I'm also going with the Mox box for everything you guys just said. I don't think Brody Lee's debut has been great. I think it's fallen quite flat. I think the Dark Order are quite flat. Even this new guy fell flat. They remember his name. That's how flat he fell. He's literally flat. a number. He's got to get out of the uh, AW. So let's move on to the second last match. MJF versus Jungle Boy. Who do you got and why Spencer? Uh, MJF. This one's easy. I, I, I'm imagining this is pretty unilateral. But, I mean, I could be surprised. But uh, MJF um, probably shouldn't lose at this point, And he just – he'll – He'll have some Healy tactics somewhere where he'll win. And with Wardlow on the side, there's no way Jungle Boy walks away as a victory, as a victor in this one, unless it's via some disqualification. But I'm also picking MJF be because uh, he's going to win. Uh, Luchasaurus isn't that the ladder match, so I'm picking MJF. Yeah, that's an, this is an easy one to pick for sure, and... I'm interested to see where MJF goes after this in terms of a feud. He could win the Battle Royal for the TNT title. Or he, yeah, I don't think they'll push him up to a world title, uh, into a world title match yet. But I think he moves into a title picture after this win. All right, let's move into the final match. Cody with Arn and Brandy Rhodes versus Lance Archer with Jake Roberts. Who do you got in line? Mike, start with you. Lance Archer all day long. Uh, like I've said in a previous podcast, uh, AEW doesn't really have that monster heel character yet that just is like unstoppable, someone that makes you tune in, watch the program, uh, and just see that person go on a run. I think that person's going to be Lance Archer. Uh, and I think this is going to be a banger, could be match of the night for sure. And I'm definitely excited for it. But I do think Inner Circle versus Elite in the Stadium Stampede is going to main event. And that's all. Oh, oh Archer just... He just shoved out of the chair, John Rowe. Big kick to the face. Down goes Cody. Punk him. Neither one of these men will just stay down. They this keep coming back. This is our world. On each, and oh, you're no. just a squirrel Not the trying to get a nut. I'm going to pick Lance Archer because I can't pick uh, both roads to win. <laughs> I like your logic. Um, I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes. Um, I think... So I think Cody, at least some, if if not today or to Saturday, oh my God, whatever, whenever he fights for it, um, if not Saturday, he will fight and win the TNT title at some point in his career. I think it's just going to be Saturday. I think we'll just get it over with. Um, since he can can never challenge for the AEW World Title ever again, um, I think this will be his. And I mean, with the the thing that Jake. Jake Roberts did with uh, Brandy Rhodes is a little seemed a little um, over the line, close to like I don't know. It was a little weird, um, and so I think that uh, you can't have someone like that vindicated. But uh, I mean, who knows? I could be surprised. I would be surprised if it was, uh, or I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be unhappy if it was Lance Archer. Um, but uh, I think Cody's going to win it. Um, I think this is him beating that big monster, take, getting over the thing. Because I think Lance, Ar- Lance Archer is going to be uh, the big, the big monster that everyone tunes in to watch, as Mike described. But uh, um, I think that Jake or Cody gets him today. The big yeah. monster from the monsters. Big monsters. Yep, that one. Well, um. 
that is our picks for AEW Double or Nothing. Let's get to our punishments. Who's picking a match for who? Let's just say that one more time. I believe Mike picked mine, so I'm picking Mike Spencer. I'm picking Aces. Yeah. And Mike, you're picking Spencer's. Yes, that's correct. I'm going to go last. I just have to fact check mine real quick in terms of making sure I have the right uh, match that I'm thinking of. Right, well, Mike, yours or Spencer, correct? I'm picking yours? No, I'm picking Mike's. Yeah. Did I pick Mike's last time? No, I picked oh, Mike's last time. Did no, you pick? I oh, picked... yeah, you did. You you picked that Viscera match for him. I picked the Viscera match because you're the one that suggested You You technically picked it. I just said it. Okay, well then, so Mike, yours is going to be The Undertaker versus Gangrel and Viscera in a handicap match on SmackDown <laughs> September 23rd, 2004. <laughs> okay. That sounds pretty fun, actually. I'm looking forward to that. You're going to watch it regardless. I know you will. Yes. Yes, I will. I'm pumped. All right, Mike, give you a pick. All right, I'm doing the Kennel from Hell match, a classic. Al Snow versus the Big Boss Man in a double cage match. I just have to confirm the uh, when the date of the match was. Not that it matters. Uh, it was on a pay-per-view. Yo, and who's that for? Uh, it was for Spencer. Oh, it's, uh, God. Un- it's from Unforgiven 1999. You can find it either on WWE or on Di- uh, Daily Motion. Either one. And Spencer, what's your pick for me then? Oh, I'm, I was just trying to think on that. I, I completely spaced on... The um, whole podcast, you were able to think of it, but you didn't spend any time on that. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. I know, I was thinking about who I wanted in it. I just couldn't think of, like, a single one of the... I thought of one match, but I was like, no, I don't really... That's not a very good... Um, what is it? Just go with it. Uh, it was Natalia versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam. I did not want to watch that at all, buddy. <laughs> I just wanted something Natalia just to fucking say that she's so bad. Natalia versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam, eh? Hey, dude, yeah, give me a Raw Women's. I think you're going to find this Kennel from Hell match either incredibly comical or the worst thing you've ever seen, or both. Probably both. Good luck, buddy. Uh, let's talk about what we had and sign off. Oh, what did you have, Spence? Um, sorry, I Googled, this, I Googled something about uh, Natalia's worst matches. I was just seeing if there was one there that I could replace it with, but no, I like that one. Um, I had, what did I have? Oh, um, I had a joint of Cold Creek Kush and a couple bong rips of, uh, oh, that Cold Creek Kush by Vertical uh, Cannabis and, uh, a couple bong rips of San Rafael Pink Kush, um, which tastes really good, but very hard to describe. It doesn't taste like anything Yum. good weed, but it tastes like good weed. It's weird. Hard to describe, but Yum it's good. Well. Anyway. I had Kanika Mango and it's stinky. That's my review once again. <laughs> stinky. <laughs> he doesn't like it, folks. I don't like it. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I had chocolate kush tonight. And it's pretty solid. 16 and a half, 16 and a half percent. And yeah, 
No complaints. I also had a whole bunch of some dude's weed from his bong, but I don't know what kind it was. Uh, but it was effective. Rodney curtain pants weed was what it was. Anyways, Spencer, <laughs> final words. What's our social media handles? Uh, at Crundlemania. Uh, Instagram and Twitter were there. At Crundlemania. 